Hello, welcome to the Life Hacking Podcast. My name is Eric Sorensen and I am so excited for this. Yes, the very first episode of the Life Hacking Podcast. We will be live with new podcasts every Monday and every Friday right here on this channel as well. So I wanna thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting this channel. Thank you for supporting this podcast. And thank you for supporting the community as well. We are building something absolutely incredible. You see, I wanted to tell you a little bit about what life hacking is and where life hacking even came from. It was actually a term that came to me about a year ago and I wrote it down and I, of course, one of the first things I do when I'm starting a new venture, a new idea or a new business as an entrepreneur is I book the URL, right? So I went to, to book the domain, I did that and booked several domains under that same thing and I just left it for about a year. And then about a couple of months ago, it came back to me and I started really getting passionate about something, passionate about something that I think maybe you can relate to. And that is, I got really passionate about understanding how some people achieve so much more in a day, how much, how much more people can achieve in life, not just in a day, and how come some people can't? Like, how can you accelerate success? How can you accelerate achievement? How can you accelerate productivity? So for the last couple of years of my life, I've been just on a relentless pursuit of how to do things in days that it takes most people to do in months. How to leverage, how to delegate, how to really do things in a shorter amount of time. So you see, life hacking is not about a cheat code. It's not about cheating. It's not about a hack, even though it's in the very word itself. Life hacking is acceleration. It is strategy. It is leverage. It is being able to do things and go further and faster than you've ever been able to go before to raise your level of achievement instead of just sitting on that hamster wheel where you're just spinning, right, over and over again in a level of mediocrity. You know, sometimes in life, it's just we just, we keep hitting this like, invisible glass ceiling when we're trying to accomplish something, we're trying to break through, and we're just tired of being average, right? We're tired of just things being good. You know, I don't know about you, but I am not okay with good. I used to be. I used to want to be a good man. I used to want to be just have a good life, a good family, and I accomplished that. But then I realized that sometimes comfort is poison. Comfort keeps us from everything we want in life, right? It keeps us from accelerating. It keeps us from breaking through to that invisible glass wall of, of achievement. And when I realized that in my life, I really changed a lot of things in my life to be great because good is the enemy to great. And I wanted to have a great life. And part of that journey for me was creating this podcast to teach others how I've been able to accelerate my achievement, both in business and of course in life as well. A little bit about my journey. I am an 18 year now entrepreneur. I started my first business 18 years ago an ad agency. Since then I've owned, uh, what, nine or 10 businesses. I'm currently owning, operating three businesses and it's just the passion and joy of my life. But here's the principle. Why do we call this life hacking and not business life hacking? And the reason is, is even though I want to talk to entrepreneurs, I want to talk to career people, people in jobs, people that are business owners as well, why is this the audience? Because what great is an extraordinary career what greater is an extraordinary business if you don't have an extraordinary life? And the truth is, is that our families, our wives, our very lives will be fueled by the career and the business that we have. And if you're a business owner, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? As a business owner, if our business isn't doing well, if we're drowning in debt, if we can't hit deadlines, if we're losing clients or customers or whatever it might be, that affects our personal life. Maybe it shouldn't, but it's so hard to separate your business life 
and your personal life. Why? Because we're emotional creatures, right? It's so easy to take business home to your family, to your wife. It is so easy to carry around that burden of really the difficulty that it is to be an entrepreneur or to be a business owner. You know, I heard it once said that, you know, people want to start a business so they'll have more money and they'll have more freedom. And I realized that that's like saying, hey, I want to have a baby so I can have more time, more freedom, and more money. Well, uh, it doesn't really work that way. <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But we carry this really heavy burden around with us as a business owner, or even in a career where you have deadlines and you have projects and you have clients or bosses or whatever calling for your constant attention and your constant time and there's just so much pressure especially in the world we live today where we're trying to go further and faster than ever before and so my goal is to relentlessly pursue these accelerated achievements and accelerated strategies that can help you get further and faster not only in business but also in life but here's the other key is to not just have a great business and lose your life or lose your family because you have a great business, but to have your business and your family thrive at the same time. That that is super hard. Another quote that I love is that no success in business or in life can compensate for failure in your home. I mean, if you think about it, if you took everything away and you were left with one thing, what would that one thing be that you want to have? My guess is it will be your family, not your business. When you die, nobody's gonna care about your business. They will care about your family, they will care about who you are, and they will absolutely care about what the legacy is that you left. 18 years ago, I was working in the newspaper business. Yeah, that, that's right, at one point, somebody actually read the newspaper, and that was my start in college and right after college was in the newspaper business. And I started working with ad agencies as an account rep at a newspaper in California. And as I was doing this job, I, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with what ad agencies were doing because I loved the fact that they could build a business from the outside in, but, from a, but really from a full spectrum, from 360 degrees. Now, as a newspaper rep, I couldn't do that. I could only positively affect and positively impact a business, you know, just a few percentage points because I was only handling newspaper ads at the time. So I realized that my calling, at least back then, I was born to be an ad agency owner. I was born to be a business grower that ultimately would not only build and, and, build and grow businesses, but also would build and grow people. And that's what I did. I walked off. I had no resources. I had very little money. Frankly, I only had about, oh, I want to say three, maybe four years of skill inside and outside of college working in the real world in the marketing world and of course just a small world which was newspaper at the time so there wasn't a lot going for me at the time but i walked out i did as they say burned the boats and i walked away from everything that i had and the job was actually paying really well i remember i'll never forget i got hired to this job in california for eighty-five thousand dollars a year now remember this was 18 years ago and that was, it's a lot of money now, but back then that was a ton of money for a 22 through 23 year old at the time. And it was an awesome experience, but then I walked away from all of that, ventured off and became an entrepreneur and became a business owner for the first time. Again, very little resources, very little money. But here was the fun part about that. Each new client we gained, we had a project or something to do that we'd never done before. So there was like a new milestone every day. Every day was different. Every day was exciting. We were learning. We were growing. 
And I realized that resources weren't the most important thing, but being resourceful was. It was hustling, it was going, it was figuring it out. And somehow, some way, I never missed a single paycheck. And we started hiring employees, we never missed a single paycheck. And I built that business from nothing to about $3 million a year. Ended up selling that business, starting another ad agency, built that basically from nothing to almost $10 million a year in revenue. And did over that time period, oh, I wanna say 40, $50 million before I sold that in 2016. But here's where this all comes about. It's funny because if you knew me in 2016 when I sold that business, I would be a very different person then than even I am today. I would have never done a podcast. I would have never created uh, influencing things on social media. I would have never done online videos, online courses, online programs, masterminds, um, challenges, et cetera, and I do them all the time now with my audience. I would never create a life hacking community and a life hacking inner circle where I'm doing weekly coaching and all of this to help you grow, to help accelerate your achievement, help you break through the walls and the limiting beliefs that are holding you back. I would have never done that. In fact, I would have never listened to a podcast. I would, oh, I would never go to a mastermind. I would never go to a course. I would never go to a seminar, let alone, ever. Because I was so entrenched in the hustle, in work, and learning through experience that I didn't take the time to stop and grow. I didn't take the time to learn. I didn't take the time to address my limiting beliefs and break through that $10 million a year barrier. Now, I've heard it said before that you can hustle your way about up to $10 million. And really for me, that was the experience that I had as I hustled my way to about $10 million a year. Now, of course, I ended up selling, um, but that was a great experience for me because selling, even though looking back, sometimes I'm like, ah, should I have done that? Should I have actually sold? And then I realized that it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Here's why because it just about destroyed me. Now, before you ask what in the world, it's true. It just about destroyed me. Here's why. I sold the business. I ended up um, investing in real estate. I bought several million dollars worth of real estate uh, in townhomes, vacation rental in Hawaii, et cetera. I thought I had it made. I had a lot of money in the bank and life seemed good. I traveled with my wife and my family all over the world for two or three years, visited I don't even know how many countries, probably 10, 15 countries, and it was just an awesome, awesome experience for about, I don't know, three, maybe four minutes. If any of you have been there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Here's why. I had purpose for, at that time, I guess it would have been about, I don't know, 12 years or so, I was hustling, going, growing, helping build businesses, helping build people, uh, creating new things, creating new ad campaigns, working with Fortune 500 and Fortune 1000 companies like Kia Motors, like the US Air Force, Walt Disney, all of these companies that had hired my firm, my business that I had started and was a CEO of, and we were playing on a really high level. Yes, they were smaller projects because we were only a $10 million agency, but I mean, how awesome was that? That was just an incredible experience for me to help grow something out of nothing. But when I sold, all of that momentum went away and it went away quickly. Like I said, it was exciting for like five minutes and all that momentum went away. And what happened? Yeah, I mean, you may seem when you've got a little money in the bank and you've got some real estate and you've got investments going on and you're traveling the world and you're living a life that you've always wanted to live, you might seem that you have it made, but for me, I realized that that's not what happiness was. That's not what fulfillment was for me. I realized that fulfillment and true happiness was actually a learned skill. 
even though your environment, of course, is the number one influencer of your happiness and ultimately some of the outcomes that you can have in life, right? However, knowing that, I lost momentum. I lost purpose. I didn't have a team. I didn't have clients. I didn't have a difference to make. And I ended up just living a self-serving life for a little while. I ended up getting involved in a business venture with some business partners that didn't have the same beliefs and values that I had. And it ended up going south over the period of two or three years. And I ended up having to get out of that business. And it ended up being one of the most difficult experiences of my life. Uh, I remember being feeling really feelings of depression, which I'm this really upbeat, happy guy. If you've ever met me, if you've ever done one of my programs, you see the passion that I have for life, the passion that I have for growing people and ultimately growing businesses. I love it. It's, I just love it. And I, when I dive into something, I just have so much passionate about it, but it was gone and I lost all of my momentum and things started going bad in my life. I started spending a ton of money trying to get out of it. I, I, I lost so much money, it wasn't even funny by just trying to spend my way into new businesses, new opportunities, and I didn't have any direction until I hit rock bottom and the business partnership that I was in ultimately ended. I got out, um, left uh, that business with very little to show for it, and I was sitting there May 22nd, 2019, just a couple of years ago, and it was definitely rock bottom for me. But May 22nd, 2019 was the day my life changed forever because it was a day that I felt inspired to do something that frankly I would have never done had I not gone through that experience. Never, not a chance. And the person that I am today is dramatically different than the person that I was on May 22nd, 2019. You see, I believe that business is a calling. I believe that you are called to serve a people. I believe that your career can be a calling as well, that you are called to serve a people, called to make a difference in their lives. So you're, tr you're not meant to create a transformative experience, or a, sorry, a transactional experience, I should say. You're meant to create a transformational experience, something that transforms your life the life of your employees, your business, and your life as well. That's what I believe business is. And that's when I went on this relentless pursuit of finding myself, trying to find my voice. What was I meant to do? And ultimately, that's gonna be a pursuit that I'll be on for the rest of my life. But I started it then, and I did things I would have never done. I started reading a book a week. I started joining masterminds. I started going to events. I don't even know how much money I spent on events, but I would guess it was close to dollars $70,000 over the course of a year, year and a half. I went to so many uh, uh, virtual and live events like Tony Robbins. I went to five of his events. <laughs> Incredible experience. Uh, I got enrolled in, in every inner circle that I could possibly think of, of the highest and most successful people in the world. And I sat at their feet and learned. Learned for, well, over two years and I'm still doing that every day of my life. I do that every morning for three hours a day. I learn, I grow from 4.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. every day of my life. And then I started creating, creating programs, creating masterminds. I created a podcast prior to this and I, I realized it wasn't the right way for me to go until I realized, hey, this is what I needed to do was to create a community of life hackers. So if you are listening to this right now, you are a life hacker. What I realized that happiness didn't come from money. Happiness came from progress. Progress and progressing in life is happiness. Happiness is learned. It doesn't matter what's happening outside of you. It doesn't matter what your upbringing is. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter who's around you today. It doesn't matter your environment. If you live in a great town, a bad town, if you had good parents, bad parents, 
happiness is learned. And you can learn to be happy by progressing in life, by making a difference, by growing, by contributing. Those are the ways that you can, can be happy. And now that I'm finally getting some forward momentum, right? Now that I've been over two years past May 22nd, 2019, I found my voice. I found my calling. And it is to create a community. It is to help guide others in living great lives. It is to help guide others in accelerating past where they thought they could ever be. It is by creating an opportunity for momentum and creating an opportunity so that you can do things in days that most people take months or months that most people it will take years to do to accelerate your achievement to accelerate your success to accelerate everything that you want in life through your business and of course ultimately with your family as well and that is what life hacking is all about it was a journey that i never ever thought would come to be it was a journey frankly that four or five years ago i would have never even wanted to take because i was happy building businesses but i realized that there was something more for me and do you feel that as well? Have you ever felt that like inside that voice inside of you that's like, hey, there is more for you. And also, have you, have you ever seen people that have all the talent in the world, they have all the knowledge in the world, and they waste it, and they don't use their potential? You know, the thing that scares me more than anything in life is a quote that I heard a couple of years back, and I don't remember who the author of the quote was, but the quote was essentially this, that the, the scariest day of your life is the day that you die when the person who you are meets the person who you could have become. That quote inspires me every day. That quote pushes me to rise, pushes me beyond things that I normally wouldn't do in order to make sure that when I die, the person that I am is the person I could have become. Are you today the person that you need to become or that can become? Are you achieving your potential? Are you accelerating your success? Are you where you want to be? Well, if you're not, welcome to this awesome journey. This journey, uh, every Monday and every Friday as we release these podcasts, this journey of accelerated achievement, accelerated success, where we'll be not only talking myself and telling you my experience and teaching and coaching and talking about some fun stories and having a great time while doing this, also going to be interviewing those that have been there and done things that you want to accomplish and how they were able to use life hacking principles to accelerate their achievement. You know, it's one analogy that I can give and this is a great analogy for me because I hate construction. I hate building things physically, like even assembling a desk or <laughs> doing work on my home, whether it be putting tile in, things that I've done these things before in the past. I don't do them anymore, but I just cannot stand it. You know, my version of hell is being a contractor forever. No offense if you're a contractor, but I cannot do what you do. It takes a special person to build things. I just can't stand it. In fact, my tool set, my tool toolbox, I mean, it's a crowbar. That's about it. That's about the only tool that I can use. I can use it to hit things and pry things apart. Great. And that's actually kind of fun. But actually building something, I, I, I mean, a desk, let alone a house, I mean, that is just painful to me. I just can't stand it. So. Anytime my wife gets something, let's say she orders a desk and, and brings it home and says, hey, will you put this together? I dread it. And that is where the worst of me comes out. My wife knows this, right? She knows that don't get around Eric when he has to build something because he becomes a monster. And it's so true. I just cannot stand it. I hate it. Well, an interesting thing happened to me when I was, in fact, building a desk a few years ago. Uh, it took 
you know, it normally takes somebody maybe 30 minutes to build a desk like this, uh, or assemble, I should say. It's not even building it. Me, uh, more like two, three, four hours. For some reason, it just doesn't compute in my head how to get this together. I just have no skill set in this area of my life. Well, then I discovered something when I had to build another desk a few years later. That was instead of using the screwdriver uh, and just some of these archaic tools, I started using things like the power drill and a few other tools that I had to leverage my ability to build the desk faster. And then I realized with the right tools, instead of it taking me three or four hours, I could get it done in 45 minutes. That's significant. I mean, three or four hours versus 45 minutes, basically 20 or 25% of the time it would normally take to build a desk because I had the right tools. I had leverage, right? I had things that could accelerate my ability to save three hours or more on building this desk. Now, I know that's a simple analogy, but put that analogy in the challenges that you have in the business, whether it's growth, or whether it's hiring employees, whether it's creating the next big thing, the next new idea, whether it's creating a project or executing on a project, or whether you're hitting a wall on the financial side where you don't have your finances in order, whatever it might be, we are gonna focus on these areas and give you tools and strategies to leverage your ability to do things in 45 minutes when it normally would take three hours or four hours, just like I did with that desk. Leveraging the right tools and the right strategy can create a much straighter line for you to get further and faster than you could go otherwise, right? I mean, I'm a pilot. I love flying. It's just one of the passions that I have. But I don't know if you know this, but if you're flying from LA to New York, if you're just 2% off course, the first couple hundred miles, it's really not going to matter at all. You're not going to hardly notice it, right? But if you go all the way to the East Coast, 2% off course, you're going to land several hundred miles to the north or to the south, depending on your direction, from where you actually intended to go. And that's, that's the thing. If you don't have these skills, if you don't have these strategies, that can happen. You could end up getting off course and then try and have to recorrect, correct, and then off course and then recorrect. But the gaps and the percentages, the highs and lows, are massive. You're up 10% and then down percent off course, 10% off course. That makes it really difficult for you to achieve on the level you want to achieve because you're not going in as a straight of a line. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't believe that anyone can have an absolutely perfect straight line. There are always curves. I mean, in nature, there are no straight lines, right? However, what if we can straighten that out so you are only getting maybe 1% or 2% off course and then correcting again rather than 10 or 15 and losing months, if not years, in what you want to accomplish. That's a big difference. When I fly from one destination to the next, it's also never an exact straight line. It's always 1% off course, 2% off course, and then you have to correct. And then winds start hitting you from the left or from the right, and you have to correct for wind as well. So you have to actually fly at a slight angle in order to fly into the direction that you really want to go because of the direction of the wind that's blowing you one way or another. Welcome. Welcome to Life Hacking. Welcome to the Life Hacking Podcast. Welcome to Accelerated Achievement. Welcome to the opportunity to have a lot of fun, to learn, to grow, to hear from some great influential people, to help get your life on track, your business on track, to help your business and your career fuel your life and to live, really, life on your terms. An extraordinary life fueled by an extraordinary career and an extraordinary business. That is what this is all about. We're gonna hit every topic you can think of. We're gonna hit marketing, which is, of course is my forte. 
So for you business owners out there, you're gonna absolutely love that. We're gonna hit mindset. We're gonna hit uh, fitness. We're going to hit family. We're gonna hit marriage. We're gonna hit all of these things fueled by the career and the business that you have. It's gonna be an exciting journey and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. You can go to lifehackingcommunity.com if you wanna join our community. Uh, it is awesome. We have an inner circle that we meet every Wednesday for coaching, training. It is invaluable, especially if you're a business owner or if you're in a career. We have some incredible people in there as well. And so, there, and, and not only that, but all people inside of my life hacking community have access to all of my courses, masterminds, groups, including Life Hacking Live, which we'll have more information on about. So, welcome to this journey. I'm humbled to be on this journey with you. I'm humbled to learn from you as well. And thank you for being here. Let's begin. Sleeping inside 